0: Hi, it's David from the Dead Daisies, and you're watching CMS TV.
1: And what is up, everybody? Welcome back once again to another edition of Chris Aiken Presents with myself, Chris Aiken, and that guy. Right over there, Mr. Eric Ferentinos. Eric, how are you, sir? Doing great, Chris. Excited about today's show. Yeah, we had to deal with your fucking friends again. Fucking sugar <laughs> smack. <laughs> That's right. Your friend. And I'm saying your friend, because I have a feeling I'm gonna I'm gonna grow to really hate sugar smack.
0: <laughs> yeah, I bought the uh the oompa Loompas today. I to sure you on.
1: Oh great, great! More <laughs> fun for me, more, more vomit-inducing fun for me.
0: <laughs> That's right.
1: Well, well, dude, we have a big show coming up here today. We, of course, the main guest is Sugar Smack. Sugar Smack will be joining us to uh, taunt me in some way. I'm not sure how yet, but I'm, um, I, I'm anticipating awfulness for that. But on the on the better side of the anticipation, we have two great guests today. We have um, Connie Bloom of the Electric Boys. Uh, he is back with a new release called Los Explosivos,"
0: which is a, that sounds Spanish.
1: It, 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 it's Spanish. He's like Swedish or Danish or something, but um, but he, he's I've I've interviewed him before. He's a great guest. He's fun and and lots of history with him. And for those of you that are old '80s heads, of course you remember "All Lips and Hips."
0: Everybody remembers that song, right? Mm-hmm. She's all lips and hips. Yeah. Exactly. That
1: <laughs> That's how I sing it too. It's like da 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 all lips and hips. I know yeah. yeah, nobody knows the words to that song except one for cool
0: thing I'll say about that song because uh, I remember it came out in the early 90s I believe and wow. it was like one of the last fun uh, rock songs to come out before it was all about heroin and suicide right and everything you know for the next 10 years Dude, we got boy's... a little last shot at some lips and hips before that all went away
1: right it was still party time exactly That's right. But dude, what's crazy is is then I go to, you know, to your buddy Steven's um slip of the lip. Mm-hmm. I sing that song the same way too. I don't know those words either. I know slip 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 of the lip. Da, 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 da. You know, I, I'm sure you know the words because
0: you play it every right. every week, but I think you guys play that, right? We have yeah, we've always played slip of the lip.
1: Yeah, so you know the words, but how many people, when you're watching the crowd, do it just like I just did? They got, they they know the slip, slip, slip of the lip, and then they don't know any
0: other part. I change it. I'm like, slip, slip, slip of the lip. I like the way you shake your tits. <laughs> <laughs> That's probably Big better. Tits,
1: six ships.
0: <laughs> no, I don't do that.
1: The way you move, you won't miss, or something like that, right? <laughs> Get down on this dick. That's right. You fucking pig. <laughs> you know how to nice. do. Exactly. <laughs> you got to keep it interesting for yourself, right? When you're out there. Right. So so we will have Connie Bloom on in a little while here to talk about his new release. And we will have, and this is probably a big one, probably more for you than me, but uh, certainly a big one. Adrian Vandenberg coming on the show today. A uh, little little guitar player he's played on a couple records a few of you might have heard you know like mm-hmm. all the big white snake records <laughs> right and of course his his other his other stuff obviously with vandenberg uh he's back with vandenberg has a cool new record called sin which is really really fun it's a um it's a it's shortened to the point that's what I like it's like 40 minutes nine songs just rips your face off so Good awesome. stuff. Good stuff from him as well. So, and didn't you cruise with him?
0: I did. I. He's kind of a cheeky monkey. I ran into him in the elevator, and he seems like a fun dude. Uh, well, he's yeah. He's he's cool. He's like you know quintessential tall rocker dude. I mean, he looks the same as he did in the White Snake video today. Right.
1: Boy, that's Jesus gotta annoy you to death seeing this guy thirty years later. He still looks like he's twenty six.
0: <laughs> I'm all old and bald and I'm like half his age.
1: <laughs> You're old, bald eating fucking asparagus or whatnot, so that you don't get fat. And and meanwhile, here's this guy. He's still he still looks twenty-six. He's probably hundred and sixty pounds soaking wet. That's six foot two or whatever he is. Right. <laughs> How annoying.
0: (laughs) I get annoyed at that stuff all the time. Especially when I see uh senior citizens with the full head of hair, then I'm really pissed off. He doesn't even remember what his name is, but he's got a full head of hair. What a waste.
1: (laughs) (laughs) I hear you, man. Well, dude, we do have a packed show here, and I'm getting an IM right now that sitting in our green room is sugar smack.
0: Oh my goodness!
1: Do I let him on, or do I make him sit and wait? I think I. I'd, I'd, I'd be scared to
0: make him wait. I'd be scared to do that.
1: I don't know, Jesus, man. I I he's might make scared. him wait until next week's show. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Not you. Don't have much love for sugar smack, huh? Uh,
1: well, I I know he's just gonna fuck up my stomach. I know it. I know he's gonna torture me here. So that is his job. I mean, I, well, no, that's that's what you've made his job. That's what you've made his job. He's not fucking up your stomach. He's fucking up mine. <laughs>
0: I've had my share of, of messed up stomach uh, this weekend. Uh, I should say I went for the first time in years to the movies. Okay. Went to the movies with Susan for like a date night. She and I have what did you see? the movies. We went to see the Walt Disney movie Haunted Mansion.
1: Okay. Any good?
0: <sighs> it was okay it, it, thankfully they put in a couple of uh actors to to kind of move it along
1: okay <laughs> danny
0: devito being one of them you had to throw danny devito in there for for comic release they, they had a uh, jamie lee curtis right plays the gypsy that's in the crystal ball which actually looked pretty cool okay um, but then it was pretty much a black movie. It was like a reimagined black movie that we've joked about. you know, Oh, nice. <laughs> our old favorite movies from back in the day or whatever. I mean, Haunted Mansion was never a movie before, but this is based on the Disney ride, okay? if you will. Um, the unfortunate thing is we we got the tickets right nearby because we thought it would be cool to just walk to the movies. So we went to the, the closest... Theater, which is the Regal Theater on Mission Avenue in Oceanside, right. which is this has been there forever. It's the worst theater in Oceanside. Okay. Hands down. Like, I forgot how bad it was. She mentioned that she got the tickets there. I'm like, oh, I think that's like a small screen. She thought it was the luxurious uh, theaters where you have the reclining seats, right? You know, the booze and the. Uh, no. I mean, they did have a, a liquor they sell there, but it's the old shitty seats from the 1980s. It's like. This Regal Theater there is like the Southwest Airlines of of movies. You know, there's great. You get in literally this, the the row in front of you is so close that you're like, you're just hitting the chair. Oh, man. You try to switch like, Uh, if there was any, luckily, no one goes to this theater either. There was like four people in the whole thing. Right. Luckily, because if anybody was actually sitting behind me or in front of me, that would be way too close and annoying. And, you know, I'd have to leave. But uh, we we made it through this movie somehow. <laughs> but we decided to go like old school and celebrate by buying all the stuff. I actually did like my dad used to do and go buy all the candy at the store because he's, you know, oh, did not nice. throw down too much at the beer.
1: Sneak it in.
0: Sneaky Pete sneaking <laughs> in the candy. Oh. <laughs> I uh, went to the dollar store <laughs> earlier in the day <laughs> and I was taking orders, you know, so I'm, I'm, I'm getting the junior mints and the. the what you call them, mothballs? Malt The whoppers? They're called whoppers. whoppers yeah, yeah, yeah. They come whoppers.
1: in, they come in like the milk carton thing.
0: Yeah, yeah. Oh, they can if you're getting okay. an industrial size. Right, like Chris gets. I don't know. I don't eat. Normal, that, dude, I do eat. Persons.
1: This is what makes sugar smack more annoying to me. I don't eat candy. I don't. I, I'm like the lone fat guy. Doesn't eat candy or cookies or cake.
0: Chris hates candy. I do. do, 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 do. Bum, 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 bum. But, but that's why we give it to you, dude. If you liked it, it wouldn't be any fun. Yeah,
1: that's true. <laughs> so, so, uh, so
0: you ate a bunch of candy. And then, of course, you know, there's the movie theater, the popcorn scam they do, where it's like, do you want a small, a medium, or a large? Big a bucket. small is $9.20. Yeah. A medium's $9.30. And then the big large is $9.90. So yeah. only the idiot's going to pick anything smaller than a. Large and they crop. and they
1: snow you with that and you can refill
0: the big one right they do say that but god that's like a eating challenge like nobody's gonna do that it's like I, eating I,
1: 30 30 years of corn <laughs>
0: right who wants to do that it's like yes. eating 30 years of corn uh, probably take 30 years off your life yeah uh but anyways i had the giant thing of that we got the giant ass soda which i was surprised they don't sell coca cola at this theater it was like we're a pepsi theater here which Ooh, is like well uh, how well, elite I, I mean the well, for you chris coke versus pepsi what's your go to
1: uh if
0: it's really really cold coke if it's not
1: really really cold pepsi i oh, I, I i'm i'm one that re- honestly i don't give a shit but right. you know to, uh, coke has like that stronger taste i guess so it's got to be colder for me it's got to be almost frozen or i don't like it but i could drink pepsi right off the shelf you know i could just grab a grab like one of those little 20 ounce things or whatever it doesn't even have to be in a cooler and i could drink that Mm -hmm. but coke no chance i would say pepsi's a
0: smoother drink yeah yeah Yeah. probably more sugar probably way worse for you Well, I mean, Coca Cola got its name because it used to literally have cocaine in it for when it was good. Yeah, back (laughs) when it ruled. Uh, Now it's, yeah, but it wasn't there. And like for me, if I I need Coke, Coke seems like it decimates more. You know what I mean? Like it chews your gut more. Like when you're eating popcorn, it can help chew the the pieces that get stuck in your teeth. (laughs) Like the Coke dissolves it. It's like like drinking acid. Yeah, it's like (laughs) drinking acid. Exactly. It's kind of conducive for the popcorn eating session you're doing. Right. Uh, But they had Pepsi. and I was like, I can't do it. So we settled on root beer. We did like a which I think is the most sugary of all the drinks. The root beer is not good for you.
1: No, and it doesn't have any caffeine, does it? (sighs) Not sure on that one. I I don't think it does. I think it because I, I know my son likes to get caffeine or root beer every once in a while with pizza, and I'm always like, Ugh. you know, if you're going to give me something that doesn't have a drug to, drug attached to it, I don't <laughs> really want it.
0: <laughs> I drink about a pot and a half of coffee a day, so it's like I was already yeah. cranked up, as, a, as, a, as it yeah, were.
1: I'm, drinking, uh, so I'm still
0: drinking coffee. It's
1: 8.15 at night.
0: What does your uh, mug say there, Chris? Respect the beard. Respect the beard, bitch. That's right. <laughs> nice. I've thought about doing, I'm mean, probably when I'm a little older. I think by the time I'm like 59, I'm going to be doing the same. Just let it go? Yeah. Yeah. Let no, it I'm... go. Let it go. Let the beard grow on your face. Will you keep the head shaved, though? And just grow if it's the still, beard? If I don't, it, it's only if it's still there. This is a limited engagement since we're on movie lingo. This is <laughs> this, this probably a limited engagement, man. I'm gonna rock it while it's still there. It might only be there another couple years. Who knows? It's managed to stay for like twenty three. Oh, I guess I've had my hair like this since like for twenty five years. But no,
1: I was gonna say you've had it that way as long as as long as I've known you, and it doesn't look like it's any less.
0: Yeah, I mean it's it's hard to tell. As I told you, I started taking some some vitamin supplements just to give me a few. Let this engagement run a little longer. Sure. Yeah. dude Uh, what's
1: crazy is when you met me my hair my head was shaved like that first time you
0: met me in person my head was shaved like that weird
1: and now it's where is the hair
0: you have awesome hair chris
1: it's fucking long (laughs) because
0: you have the cool like hell's angels hair you know what i mean where it'll look good you could be like 80 years old and have that hair and it still looks cool
1: well i'll tell you i just never cut it it's not like i have some style technique or anything I take no care of it. I don't cut it. I don't trim it. I haven't, like I said last week, the last time I cut it at all was when I shaved my head, December 27th of 2012. That's the last time any scissors hit this head at all. Except one time I did have to cut some knots out because they didn't have a fucking hairbrush for me when I had COVID in the hospital.
0: And my hair uh, in the back got all knotted to shit, and I couldn't. I thought it happened at, at Knot Fest.
1: <laughs> yeah, exactly. When I was working at Knot Fest, they just tied it all up. <laughs> made me made me seem like I needed dreadlocks or something. What do
0: you do? You wash it? What do you put in there? Yeah, I
1: wash it. I mean, I wash it every day, but I don't put any like, um,
0: what is that shit
1: conditioner or anything in it. I don't buy. I used to. I used to just to make it easier to brush or whatever to comb. Now I'm just like. It just I buy is. A,
0: surprisingly, I buy a little shampoo. People like to joke, what do you need shampoo for? But I, I put some shampoo, and then any extra that comes off, I, I wash my ass with it. Wash my <laughs> ass hairs with it. Dude, you probably want my buy ass one... smell like the good shampoo.
1: You probably have to buy one bottle of shampoo every
0: six months or whatever. Ah, shut up. No, uh, that's true, though. It's, <laughs> <laughs> I probably only Dude. buy one a year.
1: Meanwhile, no lie, I have to buy the gallon of industrial size and i bought one of those things that like a spout so that i you know so that i can get it out because it i literally buy a gallon and i put a spout on it and i squirt it out like it's like hand sanitizer
0: or something nice <laughs> well i don't want to get lost here for my uh junk food eating uh, excursion yeah. but uh so you know we go uh, susan and i back to this movie yeah yeah we we're, we're in this movie and i'm just like the movie hasn't even started and i'm just Eating on this popcorn. Like, I get, I get do that nervous eating where I'll just right. sit there, just, I won't stop. You got to take mm-hmm. the shit away from me. Uh, I'm just sitting there. I, I probably crushed half of the big popcorn, which is a lot of goddamn popcorn. Well, it's because That's it's
1: a, mindless time, too, right? Because you're mindless. sitting there and they're just watching, you watch a, a trailer, and then you get the thing saying, make sure you turn off your cell phone while you're
0: in the theater, you know, all that bullshit that runs. Drives you right. nuts. How early right. Which, did you get there? We got there pretty early because we, again, we walked and I w- wanted to make sure we had time. It was only like a 20 minute walk. Okay. But I thought I knew we were going to be eating like shit. And I'm like, yeah, let's walk it off after. Right. You know, so, anyways, I, I sat there. I had uh, the junior mints. Uh, I bought her a big thing of raisinets. I was eating all that shit. Man, I felt so bad after that because I don't usually <laughs> eat any of that. And even the next day when I woke up, I felt like hungover, like I partied my ass off and right? did a bunch of bad drugs or something. It felt exactly the same, but it was it was literally just overdose of candy. and sugar and <laughs> whatever. Saccharin high. Saccharin high. Uh, saccharine mountain high. Um, we survived this movie uh, again. Mm, I would wait for it to be on TV. It was. It was kind of weird. It wasn't. It was cast okay, I guess. Susan really liked the the main black dude in it. She kind of got a little jungle fever after that. She's like, "What, what else was that? he in?" She was like trying to watch other movies. The guy was in. Right. We actually <laughs> came home and she she found some movie he was in called The Photograph. Okay, which I've never heard of. But we we started watching like five minutes of it. But it was one of those movies where it's like filmed in a very dark right set up it's all dark in there and then unfortunately when you have a black actor and it's really dark in there you can't see them i'm like <laughs> is the movie on is it on um so anyways yeah she she kind of got excited about this guy i didn't think he was that great i mean he looked cool and everything but his delivery was all the same it was Like, yeah you remind me of um what was that movie that robert downey jr was in that vietnam movie with jack black where they he played a black guy. Like he went, uh, he put on full blackface to do the to do the oh, movie. Do you remember that?
1: I was that Pineapple Express or
0: one of those? No, movies? it wasn't Pineapple that. Express, but it was around that same it was time. One of those it
1: was... movie. I don't remember what it was, but I know what you're talking about.
0: It's... Right. It also had the Zoolander guy in it. Um, yeah. And they they kind of were like actors doing a movie about Vietnam, and Robert Downey Jr. did full blackface of it, and he played a black guy through the whole thing, which was kind of awesome. Uh, this this actor that plays in the in the Walt Disney movie is exactly like his character, his blackface character. He plays it the same way with the same voice. And I that, that guy's was name
1: funny. is Lakeith Stansfield.
0: Oh yes, the the actor Lakeith. Yes,
1: yeah. Lakeith. Is it Lakeith? <laughs> I think
0: Lakeith. <laughs> no, it's it's Lakeith. It's Lakeith.
1: Lakeith.
0: What's up with that name? It would normally up? be an Irish name, but if you put the law in there, it makes it more African or French or something. Lakeith. Yeah. That I guy- mean, he, look, he looks pretty normal there, but they, they dressed him up to be in the haunted mansion. He was uh kind of a cooler, right? Cooler kind of look, but uh, she kind of got into it. She was like, what other movies was he in? I was like, whoa, settle <laughs> down, Susan. Yeah, you're like, uh, Stop searching fappening and <laughs> the fappening. Um, <laughs> Anyways, uh, then the woman that they cast to be uh, the mother in this, it was like, I know she's playing the part as she's told by the directors. I'm not going to blame her. I mean, she was beautiful and she was was a good actress, but she was playing the role of like a mom on too many antidepressants or something. Like nothing gets her upset or phases her. You know, The house is full poltergeist mode and and haunted, and she's like, oh, no, dear, we're going to stay here even though it's haunted just kidding let's go you know it's like she's like smiling the whole time no matter what's going on she's got a smile on her face it's just i know it's supposed to be a comedy and a quasi children's movie but i mean show a little bit of fear show a little bit of something (laughs) yeah right (laughs) you know um they had a a young boy uh playing like he's supposed to be playing a nine-year-old kid and i don't know if he had like a you know different strokes uh syndrome going on or like what's going on but he looked like this kid looked like a 40 year old black dude's head on a little kid's body and that was a little okay. strange too he just <laughs> some about him just didn't look eight years old or nine years old he now was, like was this
1: by design though or was this <laughs>
0: was it cgi or was it not no it wasn't i don't believe it was cgi i think he's a real person and uh, you know soon he'll be grown up and it won't even matter but it's just a weird anomaly happening right he's just at an awkward stage he's at that awkward stage where he has a 30 year old guy's head on a a nine-year-old's body (laughs) he has a deep voice when he talks i don't know the whole thing was a little bizarre but it was the haunted mansion so i digress but uh yeah very sick from all the candy so uh, you know just to be a little sympathetic for what you're about to go through. Um, You know, I got my fill of bad food this weekend. Nice. (laughs) And later today, I got a goddamn cardiologist appointment. I got got to do a a stress test. Jesus. He's going to take a look
1: at you, and he's going to be like, did you eat a box of Raisinets this weekend?
0: (laughs) Yeah, we're a little concerned. We looked at your last statistics and the new ones, and it's not good. Your blood sugar is ninety three thousand. What's going on? <laughs> exactly. <laughs> I'm interested to know how these tests come out today.
1: Yeah, no kidding, man. Well, dude, I think we're gonna make sugar sweat, sugar smack wait in the green room. I'm I'm putting him off for a minute just because I have no idea if, when Connie's gonna come in
0: here. So, all right. Well, my I don't story
1: I don't want him to come in and see what's going on here and be like, "What the fuck am I coming into?" <laughs>
0: That's right. Well, well, maybe maybe he'll show up right after Connie yeah i i think that's exactly when we'll
1: when we'll welcome and i say welcome very loosely when we will welcome sugar smack to the show again uh your friends
0: <laughs>
1: <laughs> my friends yeah, that's right Hoopa loopas sugar smack <laughs> so dude the the big news out of this
0: whole thing is that you didn't have to play this weekend right no a uh, couple almost three weeks off for me surprisingly uh so I've been catching up. That last trip, though, I mean, that last it was like a five-day trip I went on where right. two days of no sleep. And so when that occurs, I need time to right. get back on my feet. So I had a couple of rest days I had to do. I was kind of fighting off a little illness there. I think I'm better now. I had a little weird cough thing going on. Do you?
1: Are you uh, one of those that get sick every time you get on a plane?
0: It's It can happen. It, it, there's a couple of things that will... Uh, cause that to happen if i miss a day or two of sleep and then i'm doing the airport thing my immune system's a little compromised and i'm more likely to pick up something at the airport and get sick at least a sinus thing or something
1: and it doesn't help when when you sit next to some fucking awful person that's coughing or whatever that's got to drive you nuts when you get on the flight (sighs) i was that guy
0: (laughs) (laughs) oh were you nice (laughs) well part of the issue i don't know if other people have this problem but something about the climate on an airplane immediately starts making me, <laughs> you know, cough right. and like, I don't know what it is. It's a dryness that gives a little bit of a tickle in my throat that mm-hmm. causes me to want to cough it out. And people still get a little nervous when they when they see that, sure. you know, somebody what? coughing. I'm not, you know, blowing my nose. Well, to me, right. that's a bit more of a sign that somebody's ill—that they're having to blow their runny nose and all that. It's just the processed
1: bit. air, right? It's because it's not—it's not like regular air. It's processed air, which is just awful. Mm-hmm. You know, and plus, it's just being circulated. You know, you got what hundred people on a flight, and it's just all their breath being recirculated into your lungs.
0: Flying on a plane is awful. They try to say that oh, it's the cleanest air ever because Bullshit. it's, it's clean through this system. I'm like no, it's not. Mm, no uh, <laughs> it's recycled. It's,
1: it's definitely not the cleanest air ever. It's always horrible. I, I mean, every time I've ever flown, honestly, in my entire life, even going back to when I was in the military, the healthiest of my life. I'm 19 years old, rock solid, working out all the time. Military running. 10 miles a day all that shit every time we got on a plane i got off the plane sick every single
0: time you're picking stuff up from different villages you know what i mean <laughs> exactly. it's just all the germs from all over the planet all me- meeting together and getting on one plane and just letting you breathe it in for a few hours
1: yeah I, I, dude it's worse than when i was out when i was out running korea banging hookers two three hookers a week I was I, I got less sick than I ever did getting on one flight coming back to the States to go to wherever, Fort Riley, Kansas or whatever.
0: Were you I, dick sick? Dick sick were your dicks crying?
1: No, no I never I just had made that up. I never had to I had a lot of friends that got dick sick and had to get that fucking <laughs> you know, the 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 not what the chlamydia the chlamydia right. we used to we used to call it the chlamydia stick. Because they used to have to take that stick. Fuck and that!
0: Jam the chlamydia <laughs> stick
1: up their dick to get. The that's just a medicine. punishment,
0: man. I'm pretty <laughs> convinced that that's just to get to keep you from ever doing this again. They're like, we could give you the medicine. But-. Yeah.
1: Let's just stick this in and make you not have to do that again.
0: Yeah, we could just give you.
1: Yeah, we could give you a prescription to take, but no, whip your dick out and <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> we're gonna fuck we're, no. we're gonna run it like it's a roto rooter. Uh, <laughs> I'd,
0: I'd go down to TJ and just go get some uh, penicillin and bring it back for twenty dollars <laughs> and get a big old bottle and call it a day.
1: Dude, that was the worst thing too because so many guys were were you know everybody was banging hookers over there because it was so cheap It was like five bucks so it was like yeah i could sit around and i could buy you some girl drinks and i could hey baby you know how you doing let's have a, right. let's dance let's do this or i could go to the street and get a girl just as hot for five bucks five bucks yeah you're going you're you're going dude where we used to hang was called hooker hill Literally, that was if you Google it or YouTube it, you could you'll find ten thousand videos of Hooker
0: Hill. All, it's your lucky day, Chris. Oh yeah, You're my 50th customer today. Yeah, you get discount. You're like what? I'm number fifty one today, dude. Gross. Let me tell
1: you, we used to try to get a, like that was always the thing. If you were gonna bang hookers that that night and you knew it, you tried to get out to the ville by like eight o'clock at night to beat the rush to beat the rush it's it's true because because the ville our little ville it was just like a strip of of clubs would get hopping like really hopping around 10 and the hookers would be out obviously but they, you know one if you went out at eight o'clock there wasn't much going on so you could usually discount them a little bit too you'd be like hey i got eight dollars me and my friend let's go you know and then pull a Pull a fucking London Bridge on them or some shit like that. (laughs) London Bridge. You know, some (laughs) crazy shit like that for $8, you know. (laughs) But yeah, if you went out late, if you went out late, you were getting something that was soggy. And it wasn't soggy because she was hot for you. Excuse me one moment. (gasps) (laughs) Exactly.
0: (laughs) Okay, go on, Chris.
1: It was like somebody melted a vat of vanilla ice cream up inside her. Excuse like, me. <laughs> <laughs> Continue. Yeah, it was those were some trying days, but yeah, we used to go we used to go early just trying to, you know, to beat the rush, so to speak.
0: <laughs> Maybe we should go back there for like your 65th birthday or something. We'll <sighs> go get some hookers just Dude, just- it's not the same now.
1: They they closed the military base that I was on. And that was the economy, was the military. So now it would just seem like any other Korean town, I would imagine, probably not as fun.
0: They just brought them all here now and let them open up restaurants and stuff.
1: Yeah, well, truthfully, most of the guys that were there with me married them. I I would say literally 60% of the guys I was there with that were single came home with a Korean wife. 60%. It was, and I know why it was because they used to offer a, um, you know, they used to offer the, the dads would offer money, a dowry, so to speak. I got offered it. I got offered 50 K. Wow. I got offered 50 back in 1988. I guess it would have been, I got offered 50 K to bring back this one girl that I had hooked up with. And literally it wasn't dating. It was, had hooked up with a couple of times. She was a waitress at one of the one of their bars and I'd hooked up with her a few times and then I and she's like she's like, I want you to meet my father. I was like, okay, sure, why not? I don't give a shit. And and he offered me, he, he made me the offer to marry her and bring her back. And I was gonna do it. I fifty thousand to me at that time, that was like ten million dollars at that time. <laughs> yeah, what was the hesitation, Chris? Well, I'll tell you, you have to file paperwork to do it with the military. Mm -hmm. And they put the fear of God in me. They literally said to me, if you get divorced before X amount of time, then we could try you for like an immigration violation. Like, you know, I I forget what it was, but it was basically it was for scamming the government on an immigration front and, and more or less sneaking somebody
0: into the country. Getting them citizenship in a sneaky yeah. way.
1: Yeah. And it was and, and they told me straight up, they said, Yeah, it's like it's like ten years in Leavenworth or something. And I was like, Oh hell no. You know, we all
0: face know. that here though. I mean, every anyone who uh, does that would could potentially face that. You have mm-hmm. to go and prove that you really love each other and you know each other. You yeah. have to do all this stuff.
1: Exactly. But I was 19 years old. Everything that they were saying sounded like the end of the world to me it was like i'm having all kinds of fun now i'm going to risk it for for this money and yeah it's 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 a zillion dollars but you know there was a part of it's it like $50,000 i'll live forever on that and then sure. there was and then you know and then there was the other part about 10 years in prison i'll die there you know <laughs> i was like oh my god 10 years i'll be 29 you know (laughs) the end of my
0: life will be near (laughs) how long do you have to stay married to to not have that be an issue i think it was it was either two or three
1: years dude that's nothing yeah but when you're 19 what was three years to you when you were 19 yeah that sounded like endless (laughs) that sounded like the endless amount of time man three whole years Dude, you want to feel super old. This this is going to make you feel super, super old. So I, I posted this on the locals page today. Remember Chinese Democracy, the Guns N' Roses mm-hmm. record? Remember the endless wait that we had for that record? Remember how long it was between the spaghetti incident from Guns N' Roses and Chinese Democracy? Like 14 years or something? Yeah. Do you realize it's been the exact amount of time as 15 years? It's been the exact amount of time that we waited for that record since it's been released. Wow. I feel oh, I remember waiting for that thing forever and it seems like that album that album still feels new to me. I don't yeah. know about you, but it doesn't feel like it's some old 15-year-old record.
0: Oh. It still feels new. Generally speaking, I don't know if it's just a a problem that older folks have, but time just seems to be flying by. Oh, it is so fast. Mm. I can't get anything done. I have so much stuff I need to do. As you know, some business stuff for starving artists. Just everything. I just find myself having no time to do it anymore. It's just the days are just flying by. Oh, my God. Yeah. I haven't released a record in like, what was it? In almost five years. I can't believe that that much time's flown by. I mean, the pandemic shot a hole in all that, but. Sure. Uh, I'm trying to get my time management skills back on point, you know, where I have to start. I'm going to have to start, like, making a daily schedule for myself to be effective anymore, because this is a mess.
1: Yeah, I dude, it, it just goes. It goes so unbelievably fast now. I, I'm the same way. It's like, you know, I have in production, I have three different books that I've been sort of working on. You know, not not real hard or anything, but I have them, and all of them, I had put on my. I use like tracking, Google Tasks or whatever, and mm-hmm. I put I put all three of them on my task list to be done by December thirty first of this year. One is uh the uh book, just because I know the CMS fans want me to write this docking book and doing covering their whole catalog and stuff. it's, it's and the thought behind that one was i'll write the whole thing i've had the new docking record for a year like don gave it to me and neely way early so I uh, so that was going to be the hook was i was going to get this docking book written it was going to come complete with the new record in it and it's going to come out maybe two weeks before the docket album came out you know and wow. i was like that's going to be cool and that gives people a reason to buy it. it'll be like a first look at the record as kind of the thing. and I was going to interview Don and have the whole everything, right? Well, their record just got pushed back to October 27th. And I, I saw the date and I was like, let me see how much I have so I can see what I still have to write. I wrote an intro and half of a review for Breaking the Chains. And that's it. And I'm like, son of a bitch. This thing should have been
0: done. <laughs> There's only one answer, Chris. You're gonna have to call our friends a chat GPT.
1: Yeah, exactly. But <laughs> you know what? to have did, to
0: write it for you.
1: What's AI. funny is I actually did do that just to see how it would come out. Uh-huh. I actually did. I, I I used the chat CPT to write every chapter, and there was a part of me that thought about putting it out. Wasn't that good? (laughs) It was pretty good, but it was it was just factual. It was like I could probably take it if I took the chat CPT stuff, and I took about a week, and just went through it, and then added some personal stories in, Mm -hmm. like mixed it in. It would probably be a good book, but that really as a writer, that really feels like cheating to me. Totally, you know, that'd be like if you wrote a song, and then it was like partially good. Like you and Steven worked it up and it was like, you knew it was missing something. Like you both knew it was missing something, but you didn't know what it was. And then you just threw it into chat CPT and it came up with like a really great hook or something or Mm -hmm. really great solo or something. You just put your name on it. You would hate that for, you'd be okay to make the money, but you would hate yourself every time you played that stupid solo Maybe. Knowing that you didn't write it.
0: <laughs> I mean, how how bad hip hoppers feel about the full blown track that they stole from somebody else and act like they have a hit song now when they literally just took a hit song from another time period and then yeah. just changed the words to it. You know what I mean? They don't seem to feel very bad about it. Yeah, but they, they started with no scruples. That's the difference. <laughs> yeah, they started
1: gangsters on the street. That's it. They shit. started. They, they went. They went. That being a rapper was a step up from being a murderer. Mm -hmm. So that, you know, to them, that that is them being
0: better. I'm old school in the sense that that I I think it's really shitty when you when you uh, steal somebody's music or rip off their song or even work with somebody and snatch their song idea and present it as your own. I mean, right. I would Mm -hmm. never do that intentionally. But at the same time, I mean, most, you know, rock's been around for over 65 years or whatever. It's Mm -hmm. really difficult to come up with something completely original. Right. But there's there is people that just full blown steal shit and then just repackage it as their mm-hmm. own and just they'll just deal with lawyers later if they have to, and I don't get that
1: yeah, I don't get it either it's it's always it's always not cool as far as far as I'm concerned it's it's never, never cool, and you know and 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 honestly, seeing how this chat c p t is is overtaking the music world, man, I'm like. Ugh.
0: You know, how long is, is it, it going to be? Is
1: well, it taking
0: over certain aspects of the music world? Is it? It's, it's kind not the rock world. Not yeah. Rock world. Really? Well, people are
1: playing with it now, like taking, like there's there's a series of them out there if you just look on YouTube. Of here's James Hetfield singing "Seals Kiss of Kiss for a Rose" and and here's Phil
0: Anselmo singing "Spandau Ballet's True." Well, certainly they can they can do that where they can make uh, the guy's voice actually be an instrument mm-hmm. that you could replace stuff with. I get that, but it's not creating the actual music or the melody line. It's just well, there's synthetically- some of that
1: out there too, right? There is some. It hasn't right. been good yet. No, but again, this is like asking a two year old to fucking write a song at this point. If you play enough music for a two-year-old, by the time they're 15, they will be able to write some
0: shit. Possibly. I, I mean, I know that these algorithms or whatever, they're they're using pre-existing stuff and just, you know, depending on the time signature and the and the keys, which mm. that's all stuff humans programmed in to teach it to do. Right. It's only going to offer up things that'll work, right. you know, with that. And I've been, you know, seeing a lot of that sort of thing. um, with uh you know digital recording like you, you know whether it's GarageBand or or logic um you can easily pull in these like it's usually more synthesizer stuff or sequence stuff right. you can literally just pull it in and save yourself a lot of time because it's got a whole musical piece that it'll pull in but yeah. it's typically more keyboard driven none of it's like riffy guitar fingers on the the little nuances for for rock guitar are so subtle but totally change how the sound and feel is there i i'm not saying it'll never be able to do that but i I, it'd be a pretty hard one for a computer let's see
1: i'm looking to see if i can find you and here we go all right well here you tell me you're you're a musician i'm not here's a here's a song written completely in ai okay share video share Here we go. Now it's as cold as a fucking piece of ice in a freezer. I mean there's no there's no
0: warmth to that at all button. But nuance-wise, yes, no. Uh well, I could see where yeah, this could this could eventually grow to something, but uh, there's music like this that I hear from humans that's equally annoying and terrible to <laughs> me. You know what I mean like yeah. uh the uh, trans-siberian orchestra or whatever like you can have it bro
1: you don't like the tso huh
0: no all
1: right sorry they're not gonna ask
0: me they're not gonna
1: ask me to join the 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 group you must be the (laughs) one everybody i love it personally i mean i love seeing it you tso for me anyway is something you gotta see you gotta just see the because the the zillion dollar production is is a part of it to hear to sit down and listen to a record like an album of them? Nah, I'm with you on that. That would just be like snorefest. Sure. But seeing it with the, I mean, they have a million dollar laser show. Literally a million dollars they invest in the lasers show. A million dollars, Chris? A million dollars, exactly. <laughs> so I don't know how we got to AI. I also don't know where the fuck Connie Bloom is. So here's what we're going to do. Okay. We're going to take a brief break. All right. And when we come back, either Connie Bloom is going to be sitting in the green room here, or Sugar Smack is coming out of the green room. <laughs> but one way or the other, we are doing something here in a mere thirty seconds. So sounds good. Hang out, and we will be right back. It is Chris Aiken presents. <laughs>